0: Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business, and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey, and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world, and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hey babe, welcome to this podcast episode where I would love us to talk about Bridge jobs and getting a bridge job to support you in your business. So what is a bridge job? I heard the term bridge job specifically from Marie Folio. And a bridge job is a job that you get to support you while you're getting your business going. And so it doesn't need to be, you know, some amazing uh, career position. I mean, you know, it can obviously be something that does relate to what you do and what you love, but it's actually its sole purpose is just to um, create a bridge financially, support you financially so that you can uh, spend time on your business. And so oftentimes a good bridge job is a job that isn't going to be very taxing um, or very mentally taxing or draining and take a ton of responsibility such that it would really distract you from having any energy to put into your business but essentially, obviously you can get whatever job you want. Um, It's it's just a job that's supporting you while you work on and grow your business. So I've been dying to create this episode for a few weeks now because a few weeks ago, it just kept coming up multiple times in conversations with clients um, or with people socially about bridge jobs. And if you've listened to any of my interview episodes, you would have heard um, on a few of those interviews. I know specifically the one with Stephanie Rose Freeman and uh, Rosie Rees. Those two definitely, we talked about bridge jobs and both of them had bridge jobs to support them in creating their businesses. And bridge jobs, I feel like there's something that has got... Almost a bit of stigma, or it's almost like there's almost this perception now in the online world, I guess, depending on who you're surrounded by, that if you really believed or you had the right mindset, <clears throat> you shouldn't need a job. And there's almost like this shame as if if you had a job that was supporting you as you grew your business, it means. Okay, here's a couple that I know of. Um, It means, A, that you don't actually believe in your business and so you've got this job because you don't fully believe in it and if you were to fully believe in it and not have the job, then it would actually finally work out in the way you desire. That's one belief or mentality that I see going around. And the second one is that you're not legit If you've got a job, like somehow, you know, it makes no actual sense when I say it, because it does make no sense. But there's this mentality that your product or service somehow is not legitimate or as legitimate if you have, if you're not being fully financially supported by your business. It makes no sense. Like your your ability to deliver on a product or service has absolutely nothing to do with how much money you're making in your business like those two things just aren't the same thing they're not related you know if you um are selling a painting the number of paintings that you sell in your business has nothing to do with the value of the painting that you're selling, or if you want to, um, run a a women's circle or, you know, sell a coaching session, those things have nothing like the value of them have nothing to do with, um, how much money you're making. They just don't. And sure, the more experience that you have, you might say that the more value you can bring, but essentially the the value of your product or service is not correlated to the amount of money you're making and if that happens to cover your specific lifestyle expenses because again it's like it's it's so arbitrary everyone's got different lifestyle expenses and what i notice is people can have a lot of shame I know that I've felt this before too, a lot of shame around not earning more in their business, shame around the prospect of having a bridge job or actually having one, when you know what, I am just here to tell you that getting a bridge job is a flex. Getting a bridge job is a really hot, sexy move that doesn't show you're not committed. It does the opposite. It shows that you're committed to your vision and your dreams and you will do whatever is needed in order to make them happen, in order to bring them into reality. That's what getting a bridge job really is or having a bridge job really is. You don't get a bridge job because you're afraid your business is not going to support you in your desire rather you get a bridge job because you know that your business is inevitable an inevitable uh, success in the way you desire and you are choosing that you're committing to that and here is an obvious step that's going to support that vision so the thing with the uh, you know getting a bridge job it doesn't there's not a right or wrong, like I'm not saying you should or you shouldn't have a bridge job. But the problem that I see is that people have so many hangups around the idea of getting a job that they don't get one when it is obvious that it would support their vision, when it is the obvious next step for them that's going to help them. And so what can happen is people, uh, they don't they don't get extra inc- a sup- a extra stream of income to support them when they really need it. And therefore, they're putting all this pressure on their business and it stifles their creativity. They're absolutely obsessed with money. They, you know, they are, n- are not able to step into the unknown and into their genius because they need absolute certainty financially um, and what, what happens is you really stifle your business. You crush it. Um, I think, is it Elizabeth Gilbert that gives the analogy maybe in her big magic book. It's, and it, this could be from somewhere else, but I, th- I think it's from Elizabeth Gilbert in big magic of like, think of your creativity or like this, this business you desire to create as a baby. It's a baby that you've been given here you nurture this baby and you bring it to its full fruition and full potential you don't go from day 1 okay baby you got to pay rent you've got to pay the bills you've got to support me right how ridiculous is that no you nurture the baby you you even put into the baby, right? Um, And you nurture it and you let it grow and you let it find its feet and you let it discover who it is and, and kind of find its place in the world, you know, and then it blossoms into its potential and is able to financially support itself, right? And it's actually very helpful to think of a business in a bit of a similar way. Not that you really want to be waiting 18 years maybe for it to be supporting itself, but think of it in the same way that, hey, it's this creation in its infant stage and you it's actually your job to nurture it in this stage. It's your job to nourish it in this stage. And that can and often looks like bringing in an extra stream of income so that you can nurture it and give it the attention and time um that it needs to grow and start you know getting its feet start learning how to walk and then it will be able to um generate more and more money but it's not going to be able to do that if you crush it from the beginning don't crush it i see so many people crush it out of fear and out of shame like th- this shame that that people experience around having another income stream, having another job that's going to support them as they grow their business. So I encourage you to really drop those ideas, drop the beliefs, drop the ideas. I just know like a really big one that comes up with clients is like this fear that if they get a bridge job, it means they've failed. It means they've failed and it means their business will never work out. And that is actually just has no truth in it at all. Like if you, so let's, let's look at it. Like if you don't get a bridge job and you keep working at your business versus if you get a job that's one or two days a week, maybe even three that is bringing in extra income and then on your other days, you're working on your business. How has your business failed? Like how you've actually just got more resources to put into it now or you can keep the resources in it that it generates. Um, Like how has it failed? You know, I'm just saying this, we all do this. We make these unconscious assumptions that, that's just not based on any truth and any fact. And if you knew, oh, this is going to support my vision and you didn't, and if you actually didn't have fear around whether your vision was going to happen or not, of course you would do it. Of course you would do it. The only reason you wouldn't is because you fear it's not going to happen. And you fear getting a job is like proof of that, right? And I'm going to tell you what's actually happening in your subconscious here. So if you don't get a job to supplement your income out of fear, in your consciousness, you're telling your subconscious, I'm, this isn't going to work. The power is in, this isn't going to work out for me. I'm not going to do that thing because I'm afraid then my business is not going to work out for me. And so the power is in, I don't believe, I don't think this is going to work out for me. If you get a bridge job to support you because you believe in your business and you want to support support it basically while it grows and develops and how you, while you figure out how the fuck to actually make money from it and price your offers and market and reach the people you love to reach. If you, um, if you support that, you're telling your subconscious, this is what I choose. This is what I am committed to. This is it, right? So it's, it's empowering when we make choices that are from the true love and commitment to our vision rather than a fear that our vision won't happen. I know it might seem like a small nuance and, you know, for some people that might even just be a little bit hard to get your head around, but if you're doing it out of the fear, then that's where you're putting the power in your subconscious, right? I'm not going to get a job out of fear of what that means about me. That's what you're putting the power in, in your subconscious. So I want to give you um, a few examples just to help you because again, I'm not saying this is everyone's next step, but I want you to remove any barriers to seeing if this is the truth of your next step. So for me, I have had a few different bridge jobs since I left my engineering job. Oh my God, I wish, I wish that I got a job after I left um, earlier, but I didn't. And actually, you know, part of the reason I didn't, and I've, I've heard this from a few people as well, is that I felt too overqualified to get a basic part-time job. Like I felt like I didn't belong and I wouldn't get the job because on my resume, it would literally say, (laughs) you know, I've just, my last job was as an engineer at BHP and, um, you know, working on these massive projects and it would just be too weird. Like I felt this real sense of not belonging and how would I get a job at a cafe kind of thing. But trust me, you know, you just you just be authentic and you just be honest, and it doesn't matter. Uh, But that was that was something that definitely stopped me for a long time. And then I I reached a crisis point, and I I just had to get a job. Really, I mean, I didn't straight away. I for a few months, I still tried to, to just get by. in self-employed income but it was so stressful I was like it's just so obvious I get a job like I just need to take this pressure off myself it's killing me Um, and when I made that decision actually I hadn't thought about this uh, before I decided to share these stories but things have always actually perfectly worked out when I've decided right I want to supplement my income. I want a bridge job. Um, so I just happened to see in the paper, this naturopath was advertising locally for an office manager that and I think was going to be like two days a week. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. And then it turns out the girl that was leaving the physician also used to be an engineer and she was great because you know of her systems brain and all these things and so it just all magically worked out and when I saw that ad in the paper I was like this is it this is my job I just literally opened the paper saw the job applied for that job I got the job <laughs> so that was my uh first technically bridge job I guess um, and then when I decided to leave Byron and move to Melbourne, I, I mean, I don't want to give you a whole big long story because initially I had kind of quit my business and I was thinking of pursuing um, study or management consulting. And anyway, eventually I ended up getting two bridge jobs but I was still just even working out what I wanted to do for my business at that point. And again, that was like one of the best things that I could have done. Like it gave me that spaciousness. It gave me that time. Um, and I'm just like (laughs) trying not to go into a big, long story about all of this. So I had, um, then I, I ended one of them, uh, because basically my boss was a bully to everyone in the office. It was really unpleasant. Um, and then I kept working with one of them, which was great. And you know what? I wish that I supplemented my income more then with a the second one, because that second job was meant to grow into giving me about 20 hours a week. And then it didn't, um, for, uh, you know, a turn of events reasons. And Um, And so I was only doing a very small amount of hours for them. And it was very stressful for me to be living off my business to the degree that I was. And I kept just thinking, you know what, I'm almost there. Like, I can just get through this. If I just get through to here, then like, I won't need it. And I mean, I have compassion for myself. I can see how I thought that way. And it would have been easier even if I just got an extra one day a week in a cafe something like that. Like that would have made my life easier, but I didn't. And anyway, then when I left Melbourne to go to South Australia, I, again, I was like, okay, I actually want to supplement my income more because I want to take the pressure and stress off. Um, because I also don't know exactly what I'm doing next. Um, And so, again, I don't even remember how this came about, but I saw this tutoring opportunity, a way that I could tutor online from anywhere and pick my hours and tutor maths. And I love tutoring maths. I used to tutor my friends in maths at uh, boarding school, my two friends that weren't, didn't find maths naturally easy. And I actually did tutoring when I worked full-time as an engineer. I had two tutoring students that I would see as well outside of work just because I love math. (laughs) I love teaching people math and it's, it's a joy to help people, um, with it because it's awesome. Anyway, I was like, oh, amazing. This, this makes so much sense. And then it's really flexible. It's really easy. Um, and so then I did that and Um, that was good for a while. It was, it kind of didn't end up being, I think the hours that I wanted, or I'm not really sure. Um, but also COVID hit at exactly that time. And so then I was like, well, you know what, uh, I just actually lost basically almost all of my business income and I wasn't going to be going back to Melbourne to run workshops and events, which was usually what I did. Uh, And I also usually had in-person clients in Melbourne and my online clients that I had cancelled because they had lost their jobs. You know, like it all went (laughs) downhill very quickly and I didn't want to get caught up in the fear. There was just so much fear and panic and yeah, I just lost almost all of my income. I didn't, I didn't actually ever go to zero, but I had lost almost all of my income. And so for me to pivot, it would have been like so much so coming from fear. And I didn't want to do that. And so again, I was like, right, no, no, I didn't even, I oh know. I think I was just like, okay, well, I'll increase my tutoring hours maybe. And then my parents came to me because they, so I was over in SA, i just got stuck here. I wasn't planning on being here full time. And my parents who live two hours away on the farm, they lost, uh, an employee left um, and they were just coming up to their really busy time where they just desperately needed um, more help and they couldn't get anyone in because of all the border restrictions. And there was no one local that would take up that position. So they came to me, yeah, and asked if I would work on the farm and especially during that period. Uh, And then they had a second employee leave. And so then it was just like a really organic thing where I was like, okay, actually that's perfect. That's going to give me the breathing room that I need so that I'm not reacting from stress and fear. Um, And so that's what I did. And so I worked a couple of days a week there, then I would come back here um, and work on my business for the rest of the week. And I even like worked weekends for them during their week, their busy period, because I was like, I'm not sacrificing the days on my business. but here's how I can help you. And honestly, it was the best thing. It was the best thing that I did was supplementing my income at that ex- specific time. Um, because that gave me the total freedom to just come back to what would I love? What would I just love to offer in my business? And if I'm not like trying to make it work and trying to bring in this much money each month, what would I love? And I really let myself let go of a way that I was trying to do things because I thought that's what I needed to do to grow my business and fully unleash into what I would love. I don't know if this is going to work out, you know, being able to step into that unknown to a degree or fully actually. Um, and that's where all my next offerings birthed from was from that place. And I started to make a more consistent income actually than I ever had. And I remember at one point I was like, okay, um, I, I don't need to keep up this extra work for my parents and also, I'm finding it really hard to stay on top of how much I'm doing in my business. So I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stop that. And I stopped. So then I went back into full time in my business. And then a couple of months later, I hadn't been making the, quite the money that I thought I would. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to go back into any pressure or stress I'm going to supplement my my income again until I do actually like tick over that mark. So then I think I just did like two days once a fortnight twice and then uh my business really did like push easily past um comfortable income level and with consistency and I did, I just totally did not have time to go and work on the farm for those days. Uh, so I gave it up again. But I, you know, I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do this to myself. And that was a real lesson I got actually even the first time I attempted a coaching business when I didn't have any bridge job at all. Like I said, I was living off my savings and then I spent through all my savings. And I remember at that moment going, "I'm never doing this again where i I put all that pressure on my business, like my I need to get it so that my business does organically support me in that way, and it's um I'm not trying to force it to, and therefore squashing it with that pressure so this ended up being a long long story of my journey with bridge jobs um but I hope it's helpful that I share and explain that and you know so after that moment of deciding that that in that initial um, attempt of a coaching business, I did kind of end up putting myself in that position to a degree again, a couple of times. You know, but we're all just learning and and you can't know, and it's not always easy. and um you know, sometimes there's gray areas. You know, I wasn't a real gray area at those times. I did kind of put myself back in that position. Um, because I was generating money in my business, and and I was launching things, and you know, you just you're just going through it the best you can, learning, and um, the more that you can just be self honest and do what is going to support your vision, and not not let your ego prevent you from that, the more powerful you're going to be in creating your vision. So that's a bit of of my journey with my, my bridge jobs and my, uh, just to, you know, further uh, reinforce the point of, it doesn't mean you're giving up on your vision. My business, um, went over into six figures. A year or less than a year after fully uh, um, not doing any work for my parents' business, I think something like that, right? It never would have done that if I didn't supplement my income and if I kept just being like, no, my business has got to support me 100%. I've got to just, you know, pivot and whatever. My business has to do it. I wouldn't ne- I wouldn't I just wouldn't even be where I am, right? So my bridge job, bridge job experiences have absolutely supported me to now create this vision. And I want to share some more stories with you to just really reinforce this point. So just actually to bring back to Marie Folio, who I mentioned at the start, if you don't already know Marie Folio, Marie Folio is like a generation above me, one of the biggest like female online entrepreneur coaches. Um, She's got a course called B-School, which so many business courses have been uh, from people that have taken B-School. Anyway, uh, Marie Folio had a bridge job for seven years. She supported herself for seven years and now she now has a multi-million dollar business. Seven years, right? there's no shame in it. There's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't mean anything about you. Um, Another uh, past client of mine, which some of you guys might be familiar with, Stephanie Rose Freeman, who we do the, I've got an interview podcast episode with, and we talk about in that episode when she got a bridge job, because She was uh, trying to just live off her art and it was so stressful at that stage that she was trying to do it in. And so while she was in my mastermind that I ran 2019 into 2020, um, she got a bridge job that was just one or two days a week just to give her that stability so that her nervous system and her adrenals weren't totally shot. Uh, you know, and and she didn't actually need it for that long, but it gave her the space so that she could actually put her creativity into her business. And I think, I I don't know exactly when she quit that job, but I, I definitely know when she got it and when she had it. And her business, I think hit six figures. I would have to ask her this to check, but I would say Either within twelve months of quitting that bridge job, or close to it, Def, like I would definitely close to it, if not within twelve months of quitting that bridge job. So that's another example. Um, I've got actually an, a couple of coaching clients at the moment who have got jobs to supplement, um, working on their businesses to take the pressure off, like. So that they, you know, they can be in their their passion and their genius and their creativity with their business. And both of them have told me that it's been so good. And the other thing is like, it's often so good, not just for um, supplementing your income. What it can really also help with in early stages of your business is creating structure for your time. So, a lot of the time, like when you're earlier on in your business, there's like all this time and you don't know what to focus on. And um, you can still feel really busy, but like you're kind of not really achieving anything. So, having a job can really help with structuring your time, having a couple of days of the week that you're out of the house, that you're socializing and connecting with other people. All of those things can be equally as beneficial as the additional income stream and can even be the reason you would get a bridge job. Like you might not even particularly need the supplemented income, um, but you even more so need more structure to your week and some social interaction and just something that's in your life that's not your business while you're getting that momentum going. So there are other benefits that. Um, you know, a lot of people tell me about and that I've experienced myself as well. Just to give you that extra inspiration that if um, if a bridge job is is going to serve you, don't, like, don't let your ego get in the way. And I'll also just share, so the um, other podcast interview where I know we touched on it is the one with Rosie Rees. So Rosie Rees is the founder of the Yoni Pleasure Palace, which is a seven-figure business, hugely successful, hugely amazing business selling female, well, not just female, I don't think per se, um, pleasure products that are natural, glass, crystal, all of that kind of thing. And um, and she used to work in finance and she got a job in a cafe um, to support her while she built the business. So she left her finance career. So she did have a professional career, left that, got a job in a cafe uh, where, you know, she did, wasn't going to have any responsibility or a lot of responsibility, you know, that she's having to take home and taking up a lot of headspace. She can just leave it at work each day and. And she did that while she supported herself to grow and build the business for two years. So there's nothing wrong with it. Like there's just nothing wrong with it. And there's nothing wrong with it if your business has supported you financially for a bit or it's like on the edge, but you just know that it's going to bring you more ease and actually really support you to supplement your income again for a bit. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other or fixed forever. Like tune into what is going to be in the highest support for you right now and your vision and don't make it mean anything. Don't make it mean anything. All right. That's what I wanted to share for you around bridge jobs. I really hope this episode has been helpful for you. And if it has, I'd love to hear about it. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at alexh.co. And I'm sending you all my love and all, you know, all my support on whatever is true for you in your next steps of growing and expanding your business and committing to the highest potential of your vision.